Don't apologize, Kyle. You've got every right to be upset. It's not okay. It's not. DarbyCast, Monday, sports. Many of you are already feverishly wondering what Kyle and I were talking about. But before I get into that, let me just say welcome to those who are not regulars. Maybe this is your first DarbyCast. You're saying, oh, I'm going to give it a go. See what happens. And to you people, I say, buckle up. You're in for a hell of a ride. For the DarbyCast doctors, the regulars, I will issue a sincere apology. Because Kyle and I, we've missed a couple shows. We have missed a couple shows. And I just want to own up to that. Acknowledge it. Because some of you are like, hey, where the hell was Wildcard Friday? And that's a fair question. That's a fair question. I'm not going to like get into it, but like, fair question. But today, for all of you, let's take note of the episode number. 69. I don't think that will have any bearing on the content of today, but perhaps it will. But let's get into what Kyle and I were talking about. And that is the disheartening and disappointing reality that we, not by choice, but out of circumstance, have to change the venue of Kyle's birthday. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's anything but small. Some of you are asking, what was the venue? Some others are asking, why are you talking about this? The venue is a bowling alley. And why am I talking about this? Because this is a big sports reality and it's Monday. It's sports. It's Starbycast. That's why. Don't ask stupid questions like that. You can ask those questions to yourself, but don't verbalize them. Don't. You know, people say there are no stupid questions, and that's wrong. That is super, super wrong. But let's get into the world of bowling, because as disappointed as Kyle is, and as disappointed as I am, it's bigger than this birthday party, the shutdown of bowling, and adjacent laser tag businesses. Is there a better birthday party venue in the entire world than bowling? And laser tag, you take it at your own pace. You say, I want to do laser tag first. You totally can. Put on that vest, do some combat rolls on some really filthy carpet that you shouldn't do combat rolls on. And then you get your stat sheet at the end and it says you had an okay accuracy rating. How good does that feel? How much do people need that? And how much are they not getting it? They need it a lot. And they're not getting it a lot. Big issue. I don't even think most of you are ready to hear how huge this is. Some of you have thought about this in passing and said, I wonder what's going on in the world of bowling. It's a big sports deal that just is so underreported. People are focused on the national scale and saying, what are we going to do about the declining viewership of the major U.S. sports leagues. I think that answer is entirely obvious. I know you know that it's obvious. Some of you have been asking yourselves, if you're a really thoughtful and conscientious person, you've thought about, hey, what's going on with bowling? You know who hasn't been having those kinds of thoughts? The people at ESPN. Because why would they? They just don't get it. You look at all the major headlines on ESPN, and you just ask yourself, you're like, what world are these people living in? 
where they put emphasis on things that just flat out don't matter. And that's why a lot of you have turned your back on ESPN and turned your spirit towards the Darby cast. And nobody's going to blame you for that. In fact, people are going to cheer you on. Who are those people? Myself, Kyle, obviously. We're proud of you. But let's talk bowling. And it's bigger than birthday parties. Always has been, always will be. Picture this. You're with 11 of your best friends. So there's 12 of you total. Do a nice six-on-six matchup at the Laser Tag Arena. You are not usually the best shot of the group, but on this day, everything's landing. You get that stat sheet at the end, and it shows you've got like an 87% hit rate. All your friends are looking at you kind of nervously and being like, whoa, don't piss this guy off. Whoa, don't piss this chick off. And you're not a violent person, but you're like, yeah, don't piss me off. You go with it because that's the right thing to do when you put up numbers like that. In fact, all your friends leave and go to the bowling alley to start the second phase of the birthday party. And what do you do? You stick around. You hide in a corner of the laser tag arena and wait for the next group to roll in a birthday party of eight-year-olds. And they have no idea what's about to hit them, which is you with your laser gun. You just handle them. You say, yeah, I know there's two teams, but I'm my own team. And you just lay waste to all of these kids. And they're crying. And you're like, welcome to the real world, pussy. You walk out, you get your stat sheet. It says MVP. Your hit percentage continues to go up. You're at 91%. The people who are working at the laser arena, the laser tag arena, they know that you were in there doing 10 kinds of damage because they've got cameras everywhere, make sure everything's safe. But even they were so impressed with what you were doing that they're like, we can't stop this. This is poetry in motion. Who are we to undermine the arts? Okay, so you get that stat sheet. You don't fold it up. You walk it to your car and you lay it flat because you're going to be framing that thing. And you're going to be putting it in the entry hallway of your house or apartment. Because when people step into your space, you want them to know if laser guns ever go mainstream, that you've got what it takes to be part of the neighborhood watch. Nothing wrong with that. So you finish annihilating a birthday party of children, and you meet up with your friends at the bowling alley. And what a magical place the bowling alley is. Just close your eyes for a second and imagine all of the ambiance of the bowling alley. The smooth hits of the 1980s. You walk in the song Two Tickets to Paradise by Eddie Money is playing, and that just sets you off right. You're already in one of the best moods you've been in in recent history. With a laser tag performance like the one that you just delivered, There's no way that you couldn't be on an elevated plane of emotional existence. Yeah, count that out of the equation. You walk in, you go straight up to that bar keep, and you say, give me a Jack and Coke. Because if you go to the bowling alley and you drink anything other than a Jack and Coke, you should probably just leave. That's the cocktail of choice at bowling alleys everywhere. Or it used to be before the tyrannical People in power decided that they were going to shut down one of the most magical places of all time. You go up to that bartender 
and she smiles at you, and she's missing a lot of teeth. Because her philosophy is that dentists are a lot like car mechanics and that you can't trust them. They're always going to try to tell you that there's something there that just isn't. They're going to overcharge you, take you for a ride, and then they're going to laugh at you behind your back for being such a sucker. So she's not bought into the whole dentistry thing. But I'll tell you what she is bought into, heavy pores. You get your Jack and Coke, which is all Jack, and just a splash of Coke. And I'm not even talking Coca-Cola. There is a pinch of cocaine in there. And you meet up with your friends. And you continue to drink in the ambiance, black lights. You notice that there is way too much lint on everybody. You think to yourself, I don't think I own a lint roller, but maybe I'll get one. That's a pretty good feeling. If you ask me, you get tanked in no time flat. The rest of your crew also tanked. You're sticking your hands into holes. I mean, all these bowling balls, they have seen a lot of games. You are sticking your fingers into holes that a lot of others have before you. You acknowledge this with a joke by turning to your best pal and saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And you wink at your friend. And you both know that you made an excellent joke with big sexual undertones. That feels pretty good, right? You step up. You're just feeling it. You're obviously riding the momentum of your laser tag performance. First thing up, strike. Second shot, strike. Third shot, dare I say, strike. Then you turn to another friend. Different from the one that you made that fairly inappropriate fingering joke too. And you say, what is it, Thanksgiving? Because I just got a turkey. And all your friends laugh, even though that's like the most obvious bowling joke in the book. Are you seeing this? Are you now appreciating why Kyle is so upset? Because this was supposed to be Kyle's day of him doing this. Now he doesn't get to. It's starting to sink in a little bit for you now. And you're also wondering, why hasn't ESPN touched this? This is huge. That's a stupid question. You know that they don't get it. They never will. But let's zoom out a little bit from birthday party mode. Because one thing you know, listening to the Darby cast, if you are a routine listener, is that we don't just zoom in, we zoom out, and then we zoom in again, then we zoom out again. Combination of telescopes and electron microscopes, figuratively, in terms of the descriptions and analogies made. So let's zoom out more to the bowling alley. You look over and you see this portly fella, and you just know his name is Doug. And everything about him screams skilled lover. Sexual Tyrannosaurus. Key mustache, tucked in purple polo shirt, khakis, brings his own ball. And in that moment, you realize this is what it's all about. This is what it's all about. Now, let me bring your attention to Doug because Doug's a regular. Maybe you go to the bowling alley once every couple years, you get your kicks. 
That's all you need. But let's talk about bowling alleys being shut down as being a quasi-constitutional crisis through the lens of Doug. Why? Because bowling is his religion and the bowling alley is his church. Oh yeah. Oh, it certainly is. Without question. As bowling alleys have been shut down and a lot of people with birthdays have been disappointed, understand that it's guys like Doug that have been enraged. Because during these shutdowns, the powers that be have dictated what gatherings are acceptable and what aren't, and they have insisted that religious gatherings, not okay. And so that extends to somebody like Doug, who brings an attitude of gratitude because he's getting so much turkey. So many turkeys. Every day is Thanksgiving for Doug. Turkey City. All the chicks in the bowling alley, they want Doug, but they can't have him. But let's talk about First Amendment violations on Doug. You're shutting down his right to assembly. And that's not even as big of an issue for Doug as it is for Doug's harem. The ladies of the bowling alley, the groupies, who have atypical sexual appeal because none of these gals are traditionally attractive. You wouldn't stop somebody on the street and be like, look at that rare bird. But they still have something to them. Doug knows it, but he doesn't give them the time of day because Doug is so alpha. And he's there to knock over pins. And he brings his own ball. What a great guy. Let me tell you more about these gals. About half the gals at a bowling alley, they're going to be your industry standard NorCal long face. And for those of you who are not hip to that lingo, a NorCal long face is, surprise, surprise, a gal from Northern California. And she's got kind of like a five head, six head, very lengthy forehead. And then kind of has, you know, the lower half of the face is very beak-like. But there's something to it. Like the black light just hits that face, hits the body just right. And it's like out in the sunshine, doesn't play at all. But under the black light, it's like, geez, Louise, I'm starting to feel butterflies in my stomach that are uncontrollably migrating down to my loins. Even females who see these NorCal long faces, say you're just some normal gal and you're at a birthday party and you see one of these Bowling alley chick regulars, just total NorCal long face. Even you are starting to question yourself. You're like, why am I so wet? The other half of the gals there, East Coast long bodies. And I'm just filling you in on some major lingo. What's an East Coast long body? It's a gal who looks like she probably swam in college, but definitely didn't. Huge lats, oversized traps, torso is about five to seven inches longer than the legs, odd proportions. But under that black light, with smooth, soft rock of the 80s playing in the background, it's just like, whoa, where did you come from, babe? Doug knows it. Oh, boy, does Doug know it. And all these gals, they would rob a bank just if it meant that Doug would look at him once. That's how much of a force he is. That's how much of a presence he is. Doug's not even allowed in the laser tag arena. Unfair advantage. Unfair advantage. 
being that skilled. And you got to think to yourself, a guy like Kyle, disappointed about his birthday, being shut down. But a guy like Doug, you just shut down his entire world. Bowling alleys across America, they all have at least one Doug. And each bowling alley also has a harem of NorCal long faces and East Coast long bodies. And these are the people that nobody's talking about. Nobody's trying to console them because they just don't know the issue, which is you've shut down their church. Freedom of religion, freedom of expression, freedom of assembly. This is so much bigger than birthday parties. These are the people that make the world of sports go round. You get a huge company like ESPN doing these feature videos and articles about how sad it is that some millionaire in a major sports league is struggling with not being able to play like three games. But are they showing any love to Doug? Are they showing any love to Doug's chicks? Nope. Nope. Invisible people. To ESPN. Let me tell you about the kind of guy Doug is. He sees you at that birthday party and you make eye contact with him and you can just tell that he knows how to drive a forklift and the look that he gives you just forklifts your spirit. But now that the bowling alleys are shut down, a lot of you are wondering, what the hell is Doug doing? How is this guy occupying his time? He's sitting at home ruminating, saying, why can't I go to my place of worship? And that's not even the most dangerous part. You don't even need to be that worried about Doug. You need to be worried about those females who just lived to please Doug. And Doug would never admit it, but he also lived to please them. A lot of you are wondering, how does a guy like Doug make money? And I'm going to tell you, in Doug's religion, which is much like fundamental Mormonism, Doug has multiple wives, and they float him while he continues to amplify his sexual market value by rolling strikes. You don't mess with people's religion. You just don't. All of a sudden, all of you listening to this saying, Tell me more about Doug, and I will. Doug eats a lot of soup. He drinks Bud Heavies. He can make anything out of Legos. Thick bifocals. Really strong calves. That's exactly what the females love most about him. He never shows off those calves, but you can just see them testing the structural integrity of the pants. So girthy in the calves. Insane. Unbelievable. Sharp widow's peak, but like with a mullet. He was never in the military, but he respects the military in a huge way. He knows how to make a pipe bomb. Many females listening to the Darby cast right now now more so than ever, have wanted to convert to bowlingism, wanted to just show up at a bowling alley and find their Doug. But ladies, I'm going to tell you right now, unless you're a NorCal long face or an East Coast long body, 
Doug's not going to give you the time of day. If you're some stacked smoke show, like most of the Darby cast doctors are, females, it's an uphill battle with Doug. Doug knows what he likes. He knows exactly what he likes. He's not bought into all the hype. This is bigger than birthday parties. It is. It totally is. Ladies listening to the Darby cast right now can barely contain themselves. Just imagining the immensity of Doug's presence. You're going to have a lot of people listen to this. And don't be surprised if all of a sudden, globally, because DarbyCast is global, you start seeing open up the bowling alley protests coming almost exclusively from females saying, I want to find my Doug. I want to go into a bowling alley trying to look my absolute best only to be ignored by Doug, thus making me want to pursue him harder. Doug is so aloof. He couldn't care less. He's there to just pitch that glossy ball at those pins. Doug has bowled a perfect game 27 times. When Doug is not at the bowling alley, he's at home playing Wii bowling. Doug still plays the Wii. For all you guys out there, maybe you're saying to yourself, like, Dayton's been pretty tough. Not digging how the modern world has turned females into these angry creatures, self-obsessed. Don't externalize this. You can't control everything, but you can control yourself. Grow a mullet. Drink a Jack and Coke. Start bowling. Get so immersed in the game that you don't even notice anything around you. You know, every once in a while, if you pull away from the game of bowling, you'll notice that you're entirely enveloped in a sea of high-caliber females, albeit with strange-looking bodies, but hearts of gold. And they don't give it up for anybody. They don't. Just imagine you at this birthday party, seeing Doug and knowing that we as a society are playing with fire by chasing this dude out of his religion, not letting him practice. That's how you radicalize people. You take everything away from them. Bowling is something that you do. It's not who you are. But for Doug, it's so different. And you didn't even consider this. If you're driving right now, just pull over and have a cathartic cry because you didn't realize the sports stories that matter haven't been making their way to me, and this stinks. But put yourself back in this imaginary space where you were actually allowed to go to a wonderful birthday party at an amazing place like a bowling alley, and you make eye contact with Doug, and he just gives you this look that says, I need this, and you give him a look right back that says, the world needs you. Recognize that as bowling alleys everywhere have been shut down or gone out of business, the establishment is pushing the dugs of the world into dangerous turf. What does a guy like Doug do without his outlet, without his community, without his spiritual practice? I don't even want to know. That's scary stuff. You want 
people to have their things, have their community, have their ability to congregate, to socialize, to romance one another in the right context. When Doug finally gets so fed up that he just can't deal anymore, you know what happens? His bowling ball is replaced by a pipe bomb and his pins, well, I think we all know what's going down there. Very alarming stuff. People are expressing concern over groups like Antifa and the Boogaloo Boys. I read that somewhere. It's like extreme right-wingers that wear Hawaiian shirts. I'm pretty sure that is a FBI honeypot that would attract idiot guys in frats who nobody in the frat really liked. Like, yeah, we're in a Hawaiian shirt. We've got an assault rifle. It's like, what? But people are turning a blind eye to one of the most obvious threats imaginable. That's the Dugs of the world. I think you're going to want to go ahead and open things back up so Doug can get his. Otherwise, a canceled birthday party is the least of our worries. Kyle, there comes a time when we've got to step outside ourselves and say, hey, this isn't about me. This is about Doug. But that's DarbyCast for you. That's Monday. That's sports. It's going to be a heck of a week. There's probably going to be some weird stuff that comes out in the politosphere that is either angering or disheartening or something a little bit wacky. But don't ask yourself, how does this affect me? Ask the question first, how does this affect Doug? Because I'm not worried about a Darby cast doctor just snapping and losing it. Why? Because you understand that this world of ours is both a comedy and a tragedy. And in viewing it as such, you stay emotionally grounded. But with Doug, it's a different story altogether. What can you do to make sure that everybody in this entire country stays safe and that Doug does not become disgruntled, radicalized, and stops throwing bowling balls at pins and starts chucking pipe bombs at people? If you see somebody who looks like a Doug and that's just anybody with a mullet or a tucked-in polo shirt with no brand on it, it's not a polo by Ralph Lauren, it's a polo by Doug. If you see that guy, just give him a look and be like, hang on, just, just hang on. JFK, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Ask not what Doug can do for you, but what you can do for Doug. That's Monday. That's Darbycast. That's sports. We'll be back on Wednesday. Find a Doug. Show him some love. Dot com.